Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire. Uh, this is episode 375. Today is Thursday, January 25th, 2024. Uh, super excited about today's episode. I'm going to nerd out for a second, though, because... I'm kind of giddy because for Christmas, um, Lauren, she got me this thing. It's called a Camtono, which is actually a Star Wars thing. Uh, For those of you who have seen the Mandalorian, uh, when he first gets his armor, there's this big container. It's this white, like cylindrical container that they set down. It opens up and these like leaf things open up on the sides, like little leaf petals. And there's all this like Beskar, which is his. The stuff his armor's made out of. And she got me one of those like life size and you like put like a little combination and you open it up. And uh and I was like, this is cool, but it could be even cooler if I put a bunch of Beskar like little ing- ingot things in there, just like in the show. And so I'm I have a 3D printer, so I'm printing off a test one right now. And I'm super excited because I'm like, it's just gonna be cool. I'm like, yo, check this out. And then I'm like, you want to see something even cooler and you open it up and there's like all these actual like anyways it's the little things guys and i have a lot of hobbies and so i'm always tinkering with something or building something and um so i'm super excited maybe i'll show it off once it's all done but for those who want to know if you ever want to make something shiny i just learned this like kind of like the best car is kind of shiny you can use you paint it black and then you use graphite powder um, and you pour it on, you want to wear gloves and a mask and stuff, and then you spray it with a clear coat and it seals everything in. So hopefully it turns out super fancy and I can show it off. So I thought about getting actual metal ones cause they sell metal ones. Um, but the container I got is plastic and I feel like I'm just going to, the bottom is going to rip out of it if I load the thing up with a bunch of metal things. But anyways, uh, yeah, I'll show it off to you guys when you get, I see a couple of people saying, yes, show it to us. And that is good enough for me. So I will show it when it's done, whenever it's done. So um, guys, also, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah Fire podcast there. Um, I would really appreciate the follow. Uh, and then also, if you're listening on the Spotify app, please make sure to rate the Elijah Fire podcast and then make sure to follow us on um, on uh, on Apple podcast, if that's your thing as well, or wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Um, and then also, I wanted to remind you And I'll be reminding you again tomorrow that on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, Saturday the 27th, uh, we've got, no, 26th. Yes, no, 27th. Tomorrow's the 26th. Saturday the 27th, uh, we are releasing our next uh, teaching series in podcast form. We're slowly catching up. We're slowly catching up. Um, But the next one is Power of Prayer with Christina Baker. It's a three-parter. And it's absolutely dynamite. Those of you who are not in the know, um, she has a TikTok with over a million followers. And what she does, she prays for people. And uh, so she's learned a lot in the last several years of doing that. But even before that, about prayer, is really anointed to speak on it. So if you're wanting to grow deeper in your walk with the Lord in terms of your prayer life, uh, which is so essential this year, um, this is a teaching series for you. So all three episodes are going to drop on all of our podcast platforms. On Saturday, January 27th, check it out. You'll love it. 
Uh, I'm really excited about today's guest. The last time she was on was many moons ago. Uh, I didn't think it was that long ago and then I was looking uh, and it was. And um, I just, I really enjoyed talking to her. She's become a, a, a good friend and uh, just in the short time that we've gotten to know each other. Um, but she's residing in sunny California. She recently got married. M- recently is in within a year and a, a, a half a year. So within six months, she's uh, she, she got married. Very exciting. Um, I will say that she got married after she was last on. So that's how long it's been. Um, but she's also an actress best known for her role as Lava Girl, which actually recently also went on Netflix and was in like the top 10 for like a long time. Super cool. So, so this nice resurgence of love and a, a lot of parents that grew up with it are now showing their kids. Super cool. So uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. It's going to be a great time. Without any further ado, let's give it up for our guest today, Taylor Dooley. Hey, Dooley. Welcome back. Hey. To I can't believe it's been so long. I know. I actually think it's been like eight months. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah, it was, it was May 25th. The only reason why I know is because I looked it up today and you, Lauren was on with us. Too long. Yes. I, yeah, I remember that. It's been way, way too long. Well, you know, life happens. You were getting married and going through all that. And then you get engaged and then plan a wedding in six weeks right after you engaged, you know? Yeah. 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 And then you recently showed your, um, like some pictures from was it from the wedding or were they just like wedding photos that you guys took later or what no wedding uh wedding photos that were from the wedding we just uh it took a little bit of a time to get them back to us so we didn't we just got them recently so i was finally able to share i wasn't trying to tease everyone i just was like oh no we didn't get our pictures yeah so it it took a little bit but we have them now and i finally can share them and it's amazing but we got married august 2nd and then we actually had like a little dinner party reception with just like extended family afterwards on August 5th. So mm-hmm. we're, we're debating which one's our, our wedding day. I think it has to be the second, but you know, we're like, whatever, yeah. day like better. Maybe we get two of them now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not? Yeah. So we just, uh, we, we, we knew we were wanting to get married for a while. And for those who don't know, I went through a really, uh, very not fun and very nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then my, I have two kids and my kids were, are just have been in love with Nick and he has come into our lives and just shown us so many wonderful things. And just is always constantly just such a, like this vibration of like love and light and God, he just is always pointing us back to the Lord. And so mm-hmm. he, he just came into our lives and just completely upended it and changed it. And so when we, he knew he was going to propose, I didn't know he was, it, it was after shortly after we, I was on with you guys, it was yep. a few weeks into June. And they surprised me on the beach and I had no idea. And both my kids were there and I just am walking on the beach with my friend and my mom and there's my kids and my boyfriend. And I'm like, what are they doing here? We were all the way like two hours away from our house. Mm -hmm. And so it was the cutest little surprise. And he was so emotional that my son actually was the one that was like, so mom, are you going to marry Nick daddy? (laughs) Because like he was crying and I was crying and I never really actually said anything because I knew what was happening. And so then uh, Jack was like, mom, are you going to marry Nick daddy? And I was like, yes, of course. Nick so daddy. Thought, you got to yes, explain. They, they call him Nick daddy. That's so, awesome. Instead of him being, you know, like stepdad or just Nick, they, they were really young when he came into their lives. And uh, my daughter was two and he's, uh, my son was four. So they 
kind of just came up with a name that fit. And one day they just were like, we want to call him Nick Daddy. Is that okay? And I said, well, you should ask him, but it's whatever you guys want to do. And so that's just kind of stuck. So now he's Nick Daddy. That's awesome. Yeah, so, I love it. Well, I can just tell like uh, he really, really loves your kids and like your daughter loves him like it's obvious <laughs> she's obsessed with him in the sweetest way yeah it, it, she just if she falls she just needs she'll cry on my shoulder for two seconds and then she'll look at me and she'll be like i need nick daddy i'm like okay and then she re-cries all over again and it's oh, so dramatic course. and needs yeah but she's always every night she's like i need my prince I need my prince to put me to bed. Oh and my he, gosh. It's too cute. I can't That's handle amazing. it. Dur for the wedding, she uh we got married so quickly because the first of all, we felt we prayed on it and we felt the yeah. Lord wanted us to. Mm -hmm. We had waited long enough to get engaged, so yeah. we just kind of felt normal. Mm -hmm. And also my kids were a big, they both wanted him to be their official Nick Daddy. And so my son thought the engagement was a wedding. He didn't understand that we then oh, had to have cute. a wedding. Yeah. So we were like, hey, what the heck? We'll we'll throw it together. And by the grace of God, we did. But one of the things my daughter requested was a wedding dress that looked exactly like mine because she was also marrying her prince. Of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to find her like a dress that looked similar so that she could be marrying her prince. And she had to walk down the aisle with her little bouquet and go kiss him at the end of the aisle in the very That's beginning. So, so it was the sweetest thing. Yeah love it it's yeah so i mean cute. just goes to show the importance of of fathers too you know and i mean not to yeah you know uh, obviously she has her biological father but from what you know nick just seems like he's really involved in her life and yeah i think that's so yeah. important I'm they're with me most of the time. I'm the primary parent. They're with 80% of the time. And so for, for us, it's so important to have both, you know, for them to be able to love their dad and then also have someone when he can't, isn't around to, to love them and pour into them and just show them what a father figure is like meant to be as far as like in the Lord's light. Mm. And so he's been really good at that. And my son is now, cause he's older. He is starting to really, they're best friends and he's really starting to get into going like, okay, Nick daddy, I want to protect mama now. And he like gets into, and then they're always so sweet. Now they're whenever I'm sick or something happens, we've been sick a lot recently mm -hmm. and they will just, my son will come up and he'll go, mom, I need to pray over you. Let me put my oh, hand on you and pray awesome. over you. And yeah. it's because they, they model that kids yeah. see what they see and they, and uh -huh. they do it through they, that's how they learn. And so they're yeah. seeing such a great, influence in their life which come i'm on. so incredibly thankful for the lord for come on come on uh nation i just saw your thing someone said uh people are someone's asking what my shirt is so my shirt is what is your shirt it's obi-wan kenobi and it just says visible confusion so he's got this confused look on his face so it's just like it's a meme it's confusion it's i confusion. bought yes i bought it at star wars celebration and they were selling the shirt and i was like that's amazing because I feel like awesome. a lot of my life in following the Lord is just confusion where you're just like, I know what your <laughs> voice sounds like, but I have no idea what you're doing, you know? So anyways, yeah. so that's what my shirt is, everybody. So anyways, um, so, so you obviously you got married six yep. months ago and mm -hmm. how is it, how have things been now? I mean, like that's, that's a big, big adjustment. I mean, good, yeah. but, but a big yeah, adjustment. yeah, he, I, it's, it's, it's been nothing short of amazing, to be honest. It's um, very, I, I mean, I've I've learned how to not do marriage, I'll say, <laughs> like yeah. the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Um, and I, we just, 
he, we work so well together and it, it just is like, we're really intentional with each other and the mm -hmm. kids. And it's just been such a beautiful, beautiful. I feel like ever since we got married, he really, you know, especially dating someone I'm sure with a, with a you know, a past and two kids, it, I'm sure it had to be hard to like come in and really feel like you could yeah. be the man when you're not, that's like actual husband. And yeah. so it's, I've, I've seen such a change in his posture in the way he handles everything knowing that he can come at it from being like the husband and the stepfather and the and so i've really seen such a huge growth in him which has helped you know i think so much of society has feminized so many things and i'm all for women i'm a woman but like mm -hmm. when you have a strong man at the head of your family there's something yeah. that just really really enables me to be the best mom and the best person i can be um so yeah. it, it works really well well and i wonder too if like some of that is um, because so many women have had to live without that, you know, mm -hmm. like they've had to live without the support of the man yeah. in, in the, the, um, I guess the, the parenting or the marriage or whatever it is. Yeah. And so I think maybe that is created this out of a place of pain or loss being like, you know, I don't need, I don't need a man to do this. I can do it on my own. And you get enough people doing that enough women doing that. Eventually the narrative starts to get put out that we don't need men. We don't need them, yeah. but you actually, they, they are important in that relationship. And, and even just statistically not having a, a father in the home makes a huge difference. So that's, yeah. Legit. And That's you know, awesome. as women, we can do it. It's hard. I was a single mom for two years. It's yeah. it's it's real. It's it's difficult, mm -hmm. but you can do it, and you you grow in so many ways, and and it's it's amazing in its own right. But um, you know, I think there's a reason why the Lord made it the way that He made it, is so yeah. that the male could be the head of the family in that in that way. Because, like mm -hmm. I said, there's just such a great way when he he's at his strength, even with the Lord, and like all of his quiet time, it like trickles down to the rest of the family, to me, to mm -hmm. the kids, when it, it just, you can see how that dynamic shifts and changes when you do have someone, but doing it by yourself, it's not like, I mean, we can, we can do it by ourselves. And if that's the, what you got to do, if that's where God's got you, you know, I think yeah. it's, a, I learned so much from it. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. It was such a time for me. Um, but I think I needed it to be honest. Yeah. So I, we have yeah. seasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was like the big thing that you learned from it? Would you say, were you just like, okay, if, if I could summarize like this during Ooh. that time, maybe you haven't really, so maybe, you're still, <laughs> maybe you're still unpacking it. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, I think that would be just very long winded. Uh, but if I could try to summarize it as little as possible, it really is. I mean, it just strengthened my faith in the Lord because not having um, that sturdy foundation was would make it crumble you know mm. and so he kind of became like the go-to instead of like a husband it became the lord which was yeah. uh, really good in that and so i learned i really dug into my faith um and i also just learned through digging into my faith that i've always been um growing up in a very you know christian household where my parents found god at a young age going around mm. growing up around church i've always been very soft-spoken don't stick up for myself respect others and and I'm not saying don't be those things. Those things are great. But sometimes I think in society, we can take that too far. And then I felt always afraid to speak my mind and my opinion and whatever was in store in, in my head. I just was always like, just say yes. And that's the godly thing to do. Just nod your yeah. head and be okay with it. And and I, I realize now that you can 
you could have an opinion and that it's actually beautiful to have your own opinion. Well, in, in a lot of ways too, Taylor, it's like you kind of got thrust into that just because of standing up for certain things that you believed in on social media. And, and so it was like, oh, you yeah. got kind of thrust in it. There are some people that maybe you haven't seen the first episode we did too. Why don't you explain really quick what happened? Cause that also uh, happened during those. You know, yes. I kind of, I got very, the Lord just kind of woke me up and I, I just started realizing I had a voice and I could use it in all aspects of my life. And I'm very thankful for that. But yeah. part of that trickled down to, social media mm-hmm. and me deciding that I felt like I, I was in my quiet time and I felt like the Lord said, it's time to speak up about what you believe in and not be scared or, or just be like, take a pause because your opinion in is you're in Hollywood and mm-hmm. everyone knows Christians are like, yeah, you know, they tolerate them to an extent. So everything in me was like, don't do it. Cause that's who I used to be. But the Lord mm-hmm. had me step into a new time. And so in that also I shared, um, it was around the time I think Roe vs. Wade got overturned and I shared my thoughts on abortion and how I was so happy that it happened and how I was praising with the Lord and got, I got every evil thing you could see in the book was written to me, including wishing horrible things on my daughter, who's two or three at the time. Um, And it was just absolutely so sad to see just the hate that people had just for someone with a differing opinion. Um, and that was pretty crazy. And then um, I attended a, a an event uh, kind of protesting uh, Disney mm-hmm. to be able to just say, you know, let's stop throwing these things that are way too old on our kids. You know, I don't care what you do with your life. I'm, I'm going to love you. I mean, you know, there's a biblical trip, but I'm going to love you no matter what, because that's what God called yeah. us to do. Yeah. Uh, but let's just not throw it on our kids. They're little. Let's not do that. Yeah. It's and a so lot of that agenda pushing. That. Yeah. For yeah. those people that are, yeah. Like, I think it was outside of right outside of Disney, right? You guys yep. kind of yeah, got it was together in Disney in Burbank, uh, their Disney studios. And so we all kind of got together and, um, and then I was on the front page of a lot of news because oh. I, I ruined everyone's dreams because lava girl was a, I hate gay people and I'm terrible human being and right. All this crazy things that were so untrue, but that's what, you know, unfortunately we live in a world where everyone just loves to manipulate things like just yeah. me being there meant for some reason, I hate people. Mm-hmm. And my very reasoning for being there is because I love people, which means if you love people, you love children and we can't just be throwing these things. They're too young to deal with any of that. Anyway, right. like kids well, be kids. And I think too, like that whole, it's interesting how, how that, that's kind of what, how the world translates a lot of what we believe. And they're like, okay, well, if you aren't in full support of something, that means you hate it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. don't mistake love for tolerance. And I think that sometimes the most loving thing you can do is pull someone back from the brink. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, like, an addict wants stuff. So according to that logic, we just want people to be happy. You will let them get away with continuing to do this thing. And I think at the end yeah. of the day, people will be like, well, no, like, well, actually, no, there are some people who would say, <laughs> oh, no, just let them do drugs. That makes them happy. I'm like, yeah, but it's killing them, you know? And, and, yeah. and so I do think that like the most loving thing you can do at times, a lot of the times is call someone out or call something out and be like, this isn't guys, this is taking us down a road that is going to hurt everyone. And that's what you did, you know? Yeah. And I think that, you know, like you said, you can't 
mistake love for tolerance. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. But, but yet also, it's not our job to judge, the Lord says, you know, right. either. We're not judge and jury. That's between. So the best we can do is model what love and light looks like and and show people God's love. And in doing that, it, it's funny how it just gets translated because that's what Satan does to all of a sudden I'm the most hateful person in the world. <laughs> and but I think, uh, you know, I think it comes down to I think the term for it officially is uh, I, in psychological terms is gaslighting is what yeah. they do. They tell you that that they tell you. But it's it's what the media and what things have been doing for so long to try to separate, se- separate people yeah. and make people think that we yeah. all just hate each other. Because I think when you peel back everything, we're all way more alike than what you would think it's yeah. we all aren't that far off whether you're on whatever side you're on we're all not that far off and it's just the me it, they make money off of us hating each other you oh, know it's true and i and that's something that i um you know forgive people forgive me you're probably hearing this for like the f- fifth time or something but um last i think it was last week i feel like it was last week it could have been the week before i don't know it's kind of a oh it was it was two weeks ago um, we got kicked off of YouTube. Elijah Fry got kicked off of YouTube and, um, you know, it was my opportunity to tell people, cause I've just been observing over the last, I don't know, especially the last couple of years, probably 2020 to now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's very easy to kind of bandwagon, to grab a hold of, um, an offense on behalf of someone else and then to strip someone of their humanity. And then suddenly they become this kind of uh, just apex of all hatred, all malice, because you like suddenly they did something that upset Mm. you and you're like, they're not human anymore. It doesn't matter what their interests are. It doesn't matter if we have any commonality. This thing they did, I hate it. So Mm -hmm. now they are Satan incarnate and I'm going to, I'm going to treat them as such. And I think, you know, for me, it was an opportunity to really analyze my heart when that happened with YouTube, because yeah, I was upset and I was like, gosh, like no strikes, no nothing, just gone. They were like, we don't like you. You're not mm-hmm. on here anymore. And um, I made a public statement on the show the day it happened. It was very direct and said, YouTube is not my enemy. And I think mm-hmm. that it's really easy to look at someone, even someone being used by Satan to push an agenda or something and mm-hmm. look at that person as my enemy. Bill Gates is my enemy or whoever it is, you know, uh, it's super easy to fall into that. And I've been guilty of it myself, but it was an opportunity for me like, okay, how can I be different? Because it's Mm. the, 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 the easy thing for me to grab a hold of is how upset I am or frustrated. Um, and then go, all right, soldiers, everybody listening, focus your hate on YouTube Mm. and that's right. I'm hate mail and that's all this stuff. And, um, I just don't, I think that there's a better way. I think that there's, you know, um, and so all that to say kind of with you is people allowed what you said because they disagreed with it to strip you of your humanity in their Mm -hmm. eyes. So suddenly you were, you were my childhood hero or whatever it was. And now it's like, I I ruined their childhood hero ruined. I'm like, I mean, as far as I know, you didn't travel back in time and wreak havoc on their childhood, but I get what people mean when they, when they say that, but anyways. Yeah, I think uh, to your point, it kind of actually 
segues into a little bit what I felt like the Lord put on my heart Mm -hmm. about just, you can't go about, we can't, we can't keep expecting the same or different results and doing the same thing, you know, and as I feel like this new year is, you know, we've been, there's a lot we've learned since, you know, 2020 and whatever's gone on uh, in multiple different ways, no matter what you're paying attention to, there's just a lot we've learned in the United States. And I think that um, it's so easy, like you said, to just point the finger and go, this person's a bad guy. This person has Satan running through them. This person's Mm -hmm. horrible. And all of us collectively go like, we're as patriots, not talking to you, you know, like we hate you. Mm -hmm. And it becomes, you become just as, it's just kind of as toxic as it is to do any the the other way that they do you know did to me a lot of people when I came out so I think that um I think that what it is 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 like we have to go about it a different way yeah. you know I, th- I think this new year and there's so much happening and I feel like this year is going to have massive things just like yeah. we're already I already I think I just was saying to my mom I'm like it, it is not even February yet. And like, there's so many crazy things that have happened. But the thing is, is if we go about it the same way, nothing's really ever going to change. So we need to come out of and let go of, you know, the pain and the fear and the anxiety and all of the past and all of the things that have happened to us or all the ways in which we don't like the way so-and-so handled something, whether it's, you know, as a country or whether it's personally, it's, it's, there's so much pain in this world. And I think that, you know, the, well, I'll segue into this because the Lord kind of put this on my heart. Um, I was, I have a prayer journal and I was thumbing through it before this and the Lord pointed out something that he had said to me back in July of last year, um, which was, uh, about numbers, about two, 2023 being seven, two plus two plus three is seven. And and then he brought me to Deuteronomy 15. And that says that at the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release. Hmm. And so I was praying and the Lord was like, this, this is the year of freedom and separation. And I think that a lot of us saw in certain ways, like ourselves in our lives, I know I did, um, and a lot of my friends I've talked to have, there was a lot of separation that was really uncomfortable oh, yeah. and a lot of different ways that you were brought freedom from things. Maybe you didn't necessarily know you wanted from freedom from it, or maybe mm-hmm. you did. And the mm-hmm. Lord granted that, but I feel like last year was such an embodiment of that. And the Lord showed that to me. And funny enough today, as I was coming to talk to you, I read that and I was flipping through my journal. And then the Lord was like, well, what year is it this year? Now it's 2024, which is eight new beginnings. And I mm-hmm. think that the Lord released something last year in all of our lives in all of in all of our in all areas and i think that we it's our job to walk into that new thing because this is the we're going to see new beginnings this year and and a fresh start in so many ways but you can't walk into new beginnings with your with your fists closed because you're like this is i'm not letting go of this pain or this freedom Mm. or this you know all these things from the past because the last few years have been so hard on so many of us and and they're still hard you know inflation's grocery bills are insane and Dude, it's really hard. For real. It's crazy. It's really hard for me to sometimes take a step back and be like, Lord, I know you have it. But the truth is, is if we keep going about it the same way, we're never going to get a different result. And, and yeah. I think that we just need to focus on loving each other, mm-hmm. um, showing God's love and light. And when all of this craziness and the chaos that's happening in the world happens, when people are hating different sides of different parties or the, or people people in the same party, you know, all the different hate that happens, yeah. you're just spewing more negativity and more hate and it's, and it's not coming so together easy. to help anyone. 
it's going to be so easy this year. It already is. You know, there's a lot of primaries going on right now and whatever, um, or whatever they're called. I don't even know. I think that's how, that's how like non-political I am. I just kind of, (laughs) I know the stuff I need to know. And then I'm like, I don't know the thing that's going on right now with like the Republican candidates, but I think that it's that even right now is an opportunity for people to be different. And, and guys, I really want you to hear me. I'm not like, I'm not saying there isn't a time to speak up about stuff. Cause I mean, Taylor, like we literally just talked about you getting canceled from Hollywood, getting canceled from social media because, and for those who don't know, um, you know, you were in, um, the adventures of shark boy and lava girl. And then uh, as a, as a child and then in adulthood, Robert Rodriguez, who directed that, yeah, he was doing, we can be heroes. And it was about shark boy, lava girl, and all these other heroes that were adults now had kids. And so you, that was through Netflix. And so you were part of yeah. that. And that came out around the same time that all this stuff was happening. And, and so that you even faced blowback from that as a result. So I'm not, I'm not saying there isn't a time, but I'm just saying, in that it's very important because if say you do take a stand on something and then all these people come to you and they're like, I hate that you said what you said about Roe v. Wade, you know, like, and suddenly now this is what I think of you and I want you to know, and it's really hurtful. That's then an opportunity for you to then strip that person of their humanity and hold bitterness or whatever. And these are very real things. And I've walked through my own stuff, like mean comments, stuff like that, you know? So, I know what it feels like. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying that I'm not saying to everybody that there isn't a time to, to speak up and speak the truth, but, Absolutely. but this, this year, definitely I would agree with you, Taylor is, is it is an opportunity to just be different. Like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. love isn't, love isn't meek and mild. Love right. is, 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 you know, passionate about what you feel and mm-hmm. love is not. So just because we're saying to love doesn't mean I'm saying to sit back and go, I love you, do whatever you want. Right. Yeah, do whatever that's, you want. That's really, want. that's really not love in and of itself, right. you know? And so it, you know, we're, we are, you know, the Lord made us to be, I feel like more, more like lions in certain yeah. ways, you know? And so it, we're not meant to, I'm just saying you have to check your heart and you know, where your heart is. Cause if you're sitting out here being hateful and trust me, there are so many things to get mad about, especially Super when it comes easy. to children yeah. and things going on with them. Yeah. As a mom, I, I get super angry very quickly. And it's just, it's, it, it takes centering yourself and focusing on the Lord. You know, it's like um, Peter, when he's going to walk across the water and can walk across the water until he starts letting fear and worry and anxiety. And he starts thinking, and the Lord's like, focus on me. I think mm-hmm. that's, we need to focus on him and just keep our eyes on him and, and keep knowing that when we're coming in is from a place of love is truth. We can be truthful and we can stand up for what we love mm-hmm. and what we believe in, yeah. but we can do it from a place of love, not equally as hatred as everyone mm-hmm. else, because there's just such a, um, there's just, it's not, it's not the way it's not God's heart. We're not meant to be fighting right. the way we're supposed to be fighting. You know, yeah. and it just, it just makes everyone sad then. You know, right. it brings everyone down. No one's right. happy because everyone feels you, you feel mm-hmm. like you feel like dirt afterwards. You're like, I yeah. wish I didn't say those words so harshly. And then it, it just isn't great. And so I think in this 
there there's a lot to be poked this year especially being an election year i feel like those years are always pretty crazy tumultuous so, yes yeah. so there's so much and it shouldn't be that way you know we should just love each other no matter what but there's so much and that like i said there is a very i think you know a lot of bigger picture going on uh between you know god and satan and, and oh, the, the lord so there's always that portion of it that you you know we should always stick up about but it, it's not about like i said love isn't meek and mild it, you can still right. speak the truth and stick stick up for yourself while being in love right and i think too like it's, it's telling someone the truth in love isn't the the prerequisite of that or or the 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 i guess the result of that isn't always going to be touchy feely like oh thank you so much for telling me this really intense thing and calling me out this is so great it honestly doesn't usually go that way you know but um i think that i just feel definitely a swell of boldness within myself even um and i think that there were a lot of people even like 2020 that were really called by the lord to really lead a charge and standing for stuff um and those people a lot of them are still on the front lines, but I do feel like there are many of us, for me, there's a lot that was revealed in my heart of like mm. things that I didn't know were the fear of man, but actually were, you know? And yeah. so now is an opportunity to be different. And, and, uh, I know there's a lot of people in that boat too. Yeah. And to step into new beginnings, like you said, I, mm. I really feel like the Lord is just saying in whatever way that might mean to you or whatever way the Lord uses that to speak to your heart. I think that there's just so many new things happening mm -hmm. this year. And I think that he wants to do a new thing in all of us. He wants us to step into a deeper relationship with him and do and try it a new way, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. in our own lives too, like with me, with my kids and with, mm -hmm. you know, everything going on in my life and mm -hmm. with the business. And it, there's a lot of, ways the world wants to pull you down and and make you feel sad or negative or, or fearful because there's so much going on but we have to fix our eyes on the lord yeah yeah straight up well uh taylor what speaking of new beginnings there's you know there's gonna be a lot of new beginnings across mm -hmm. many avenues this year i think yeah. um you and I both are very outspoken in our love of Hollywood and the people in Hollywood. Uh, what in the world's happening in Hollywood right now? <laughs> <laughs> new beginnings. They be tripping is what, yeah. It's, it's new beginnings. There's a new, it really is. Um, well, there's a lot of people finally starting to talk about a lot of the darker things in Hollywood that mm -hmm. people have talked about for years and people either think it's a joke or it's a conspiracy theory or all the many things. But now you have people like, I don't know if you saw Cat Williams came out with a whole long podcast. Uh, I forget who he was on. He was on someone's show, but it was about remember. Hollywood. It just happened a few weeks ago or the beginning of this month. Yeah. Time yeah, is yeah. just, time is molding for me. I'm like, what, yeah. when is it? What day is it? Um, but it was sometime this year. Um, and it caused a whole uproar in Hollywood because he was calling people out specifically and then telling stories that people don't want told. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot to be, there's a lot more people that are going to start speaking up and talking about things. I know that, um, it seems like it's such a big, Hollywood is such a big engine. Like there's so many people in it and, um, 
you know, first of all, I think the reason why you and I both love it so much is, you know, the Lord put it on our heart, but yeah, of course. there's, when you see all sides of it, you know, that you can't like every, it's not everyone in it. Who's terrible. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Everyone in it is not, um, is not absolutely horrible, but there are some people who have been doing, you know, the Harvey Weinstein things and, mm-hmm. and worse and other things that, and I think that this year there is, I've seen a lot behind the scenes even of people just um, coming out and talking more about it freely. And I have a feeling there might be some bigger things to happen in that arena this year, because I I can see there's a lot of changing of the guard happening as well. Like with Disney, they're trying to get out and there's a lot of people wanting change and wanting um, even something as silly as there was this movie called, um, Oh, I'm going to forget the name of it. It was a rom-com that just came out that I went to saw or to see. And um, like there's this, it, it blew everyone out of the water with how well it did. And I think there's just this, they've been so heavily, the machine of Hollywood has been pumping out all these adrenaline fear-based crazy movies Mm -hmm. that it was so nice for people to have a romantic comedy. It did super well and they weren't expecting it. And I think that's just one silly little example of how we want, we're looking, I think there's a shift that's going to happen with a lot of the content. People are, look at how well The Chosen's doing. It's doing super well on Mm -hmm. huge platforms. I think there's a very big shift. They're starting to realize, like Disney is wanting to go away. I think they put out, I don't know who put the press release out, but someone put a press release out from Disney saying that they were done with the agenda pushing and that they were wanting to move away from that. And, so, and I think that that's, yeah. that's the new beginning. Yeah. So Bob Iger, I know that he recently released a statement to his board, like investors, like an investors meeting. Jim, if he's in the comments, he'll probably add to this because he follows it better than I do. And he talk on he and I talk on the regular about it. Um, but uh, Bob Iger, a couple of months, I think, it was, I think it was the tail end of last year, released a statement saying yeah. we have put too much emphasis on our creatives putting message above mm-hmm. entertainment and he's like we're entertainers first and and so for me i've That's always good. been this way i feel this way about starbucks i feel this way about all these other places i'm like just make the coffee like and like no we have to like we have to put a statement out and make a statement to him like no like you make coffee people drink the coffee and then it expels from their body a little bit later like that, that you offer people a momentary experience. Um, and so I feel the same way with a lot of, and obviously I don't want to diminish people's professions. Obviously I, I am a filmmaker, you know, and, and, and you're an actress and, and we entertain, you know, and yeah. so I'm not, I'm not trying to belittle, but I think that there is this shifting of people's perspectives of the, of the roles that they've put certain people in their lives. And I think that mm-hmm. what happened in co- during COVID, especially with celebrities coming out and being like, well, I have you here. Let me virtue signal and talk about it. And people are like, hold on. We actually, I don't want to hear Gal Gadot talk about uh, her, like singing that John Lennon song and about people dying and all this stuff, you know, <laughs> just like, I actually don't care. I realized, you know, like, you know, and so, um, uh, so I, I think that that was an encouraging thing to hear, but I don't, I, what I'm more encouraged about is that, you know, there's a guy named Nelson Peltz, who's one of like a big shareholders within Disney, who's launched this whole restore the magic campaign. And he's actually mm-hmm. getting other investors on board 
to basically call for Bob Iger to be removed from his position to basically wipe the slate clean. Yeah, it's a big deal. And uh, wipe the slate clean and basically have Disney just be what it was, uh, what Walt Disney's original vision for it was. So to me, that's an encouraging thing. Even if he's not successful in it, say he doesn't succeed in getting Bob Iger to leave. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. It's clear that the traction that this movement has gotten is kind of indicative of where people's hearts are at with oh. this whole thing of like, yeah, like this is like Disney has had five multi-million dollar flops i mean they're pumping like 200 300 million into these movies mm-hmm. maybe more and not getting their money back that's very yeah. bad for business you know so it's, it's a really good sign that people are done and they're showing with their dollar and so it is encouraging to see this even though it's uncomfortable i don't yeah. want to see disney die i don't want to see like no so. and i think that's kind of goes with what we were talking about is you don't have to be we don't have to be hateful or like i think we just need to get new people in who believe the same way like you said bring back the magic of disney and bring back the magic of you know the way netflix was when it first started and and everything um just content the way that we we want to we don't want to be bombarded with yeah i love a good action movie but yeah we don't want to be bombarded with all this fear and and all these messaging all the time we'd also Uh love a good rom-com because it makes us feel something and it makes us happy and it makes us believe in love again the the devil wears prada you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Crazy Rich yeah. Asians. I love those movies. I love yeah. me too. That's what that's what like the Lord has put on my heart for so long. Yeah. I really those are the type of movies that I hope one day that the Lord blesses me to be able to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean I'll play Lava Girl as long as I'm allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. But I would love to do romantic comedies. That's something that I think we could use more of is just love in the world. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it was, um, oh, Judy Greer, I think the actress Judy Greer, she's been in, if people looked her up, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know who she is. Cause she's she was like always, the best friend in she was always the best friend in all these different rom-coms. And she was like, people don't want to make romantic comedies anymore. And that was my bread and butter. Like that was my job. Yeah. I was the friend, you know? And, and so there's a lot of people that have really struggled, I think, cause in the, in this kind of wave of girl power and all this stuff. And it's always refreshing when you see like a good romantic comedy or even just a sweet story about mm-hmm. two p pe- a guy and a girl falling in love like i think that there's yeah. there is a nice a niceness to that uh some of that is runoff from having a sister an older sister who got to pick <laughs> the movies a lot of times uh you know so but um i can appreciate it i think lauren appreciates that i appreciate it as well so Yes, um, I was going to say i'm sure lauren loves that cuz yes. my husband likes a good rom-com so there are yeah. some I've definitely had to show him over, but I'm like, want to watch a rom-com? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> They're just nice. And it's actually something it's that so I fun. never, yeah. Something that I never thought would happen is, and I love story. I love story structure. Um, I know a good story when I see it. However, a guilty pleasure of mine, I found mm. out in the last couple of years has been Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. You know, sometimes Taylor, sometimes. Okay, even I don't watch those. Come sometimes on. they're dumb, okay? They are dumb. And they're predictable. And I know yeah. it, we there are some that are too dumb that we have to turn off. 
And there's some where it's like the actress is acting alongside, may as well be acting alongside a brick because uh, there's no chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> but um, it's sometimes Taylor. I like to see a movie with a girl oh, who's a, 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 living the city life. And she wants to go live the farm life. She wants she she's going home and she meets a guy that's trying to like start up the reindeer festival again. Okay. And he's not getting enough funding. And because of her marketing experience, she's able to lend her hand and they fall in love. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes I want to watch a movie. Like I get it. I get it. Hey, I get just it. Shut your brain off. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's going to happen, but this is great. Yeah. Some but people are, it, are like, it's all that. It gets all that good juices going. You're like, yeah. you feel happy afterwards. You don't leave the movie going. Yeah. It just gets, it makes you happy. And I think that there is such a, a like a, a spot, an opening in, in Hollywood and in life to be able to make really good, you know, and I don't even want to say Christian because then I feel like if I say Christian, it'll be like in a box of like only Christians will watch this movie. Right. But there's a way to like, I'd love to one day have a production company, Lord willing, um, to be able to put out movies that aren't, christian in name like we're only christians right. can watch this movie but are good values and good yeah. you know you watch it and you don't feel icky afterwards right okay well have... let's taylor as an artist yourself i am as well i think this is an important this is an important conversation about what constitutes as christian art and it, because i think that there is this way i know for myself and i'm sure you've experienced this too but if I go, I'm a filmmaker and I'm a Christian, suddenly you have a thousand opinions on who you are and what mm -hmm. types of things you as an artist should be making. And I will say that it's that same mentality. How do I say this? Lord, help me. It's that same mentality, but on the other side of the aisle that has put us in the position we're in, in, in mm -hmm. Hollywood, which is, okay, well, if you care about these issues, then this is what your art should look like. Well, so mm -hmm. I would argue it's not art anymore because art is the complete expression. My art is an expression of my relationship with the Lord. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even that tiny little star Wars animated movie I'm making. Yes. Even that, like yeah. I told people on Monday that on Sunday, I, while I was working on it, had an, a life-changing encounter with the lord i wept for two hours while i was working on stuff i was like tears were like falling on my cutting mat while i'm like you know cutting stuff and 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 that's by me just letting the lord know hey you are welcome here mm. and let's just have fun doing this and then he's like boom mm. radical encounter mm -hmm. boom life changed you yeah. know and that is just because i god knows he's welcome in my creative process no matter what i'm doing if it's a story about the good samaritan or if it's a story about uh you know a, a meet cute between a guy and a girl you know what i mean like yeah. that's it's not um but yeah so i would love to hear your thoughts what constitutes as a as a christian artist what does that even mean um oh goodness well i think there's a, a lot like you said that it means nowadays i think it shouldn't mean what it I mean, nowadays, if you say you're a Christian artist, like you said, it's kind of put in a little box. Mm -hmm. And I completely agree with you. It's not. But going back to what you said really quick about being having that radical encounter with God, I think it's because God is a create. He's the, he's the creator. He mm -hmm. created everything. Yeah. And I think we're more in, most in harmony with him. He created each of us in his image. So that we're creators as well. 
And so when we're not everyone's an actor, some not everyone builds, you know, like there's Mm -hmm. people do different things and creative things in their own way. But whatever God gifted you with your creativity in Mm -hmm. that realm, whatever it is, when you're in that realm, I think that's where the Lord gets the happiest and meets you there. Because I've had the same thing where I'll be on set. And all of a sudden, the last time I was on filming, we can be heroes. I'm in the trailer sobbing and I'm like, I can't do this to my makeup because the Lord encounters you in such a beautiful way when you you're doing what he created you to do Mm -hmm. and so i think that to knock art just because movies and film and those type of things there's such a um, stance a hard stance on like you can't be a christian and love star wars or you can't be a christian and love fill in the blank you know rom-coms yeah rom-coms right or i okay let's get real crazy I can't be a Christian and do a rom-com movie because that would entitle me to have to maybe kiss another man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a slippery, that's a weird thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. As an actor, that's a very, that's the one part I haven't had to do it yet. So thank, thank the Lord. Cause I don't oh, know. Really? I but no, not yet. Not even adult oh, yeah. shark boy. No. Don't you guys get married and we can be heroes. Well, we're already married and we have a daughter and we can be heroes. But, yeah. um, I, 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 I yeah no we never I never it was just a I think I kissed him on the cheek as a kid and that was okay. the biggest deal in the entire world yeah because I was <laughs> eleven and I was like I have to kiss him <laughs> it was like my mom's like it's the cheek I was like but I have to kiss him it was it it's was a terrifying boy it's yeah. a boy yeah it was uh it's definitely a big deal That's but great. um you know no I haven't had I haven't had to encounter that in my career yet. Uh, and again, that is something between me and my husband and, and the Lord that we will definitely pray about before I make any decisions. And I certainly wouldn't do. There are many things that are off limits to me and that I will not do. But um, it doesn't make me any less Christian if I go ahead to decide to make that's the art that the Lord puts me in. And if I pray over mm-hmm. a role and that's the Lord, that's where the Lord wants me. It doesn't make me any less Christian. then. But there are people who would argue that maybe it does. <laughs> so I think right. that, um, you know, instead of saying star wars is bad and this is bad i think there are ways to go about it to say the reason why our christian movies kind of get equated to hallmark movies is because we put them in a box where they can't be really they can't be mainstream i think the better way to go about it is to be kind of ninjas about it and just yeah, straight up ninjas. Slip, good, yeah. slip really good values and good things into movies and let people love them because inherently they will and then yeah. just keep moving the boat that way because yeah, when it, people it, start to love that that's how it well and for yeah things. and for me it's always been this thing of like i i don't hide i don't hide the motivation behind what i do but how that actually presents itself in the things I create is going to be so different from thing Mm -hmm. to thing. And I think too, I would say probably people in the arts and entertainment get it the worst. If you say you're a Mm -hmm. Christian and this could be wrong, but you know, if you are a chef and you say that you're a Christian people are like, Oh, that's awesome. No one's demanding that you start making cross-shaped steaks and cross-shaped pancakes and that, you know, everything has to be themed over like biblical names or whatever, you know, or like even in politics, like, yeah, how you vote or how you present policies is important, of course, but it's different. You know, it's like, no one's really expecting someone to start preaching 
from the, you know, from the floor of Congress. I'm like, that's a one way yeah. ticket getting kicked out of there, you know? Um, uh, so I think there's a lot of different ways you could look at this, but, but then when you say I'm a Christian, but I'm also an actress or I'm a Christian, I'm also a filmmaker. I'm a Christian. I'm a singer. Suddenly there's this demand that we put on them. Like you have to go, you have to do it exactly like this or else in my opinion, you aren't standing up for yourself. And obviously there is a, mm -hmm. there is an importance to really analyzing the why behind what you do. And I've definitely had to walk through that myself of, um, I, you know, doing everything to try and like skirt around it, saying the name of Jesus or acknowledging him. And I get it. Hollywood's a tough place, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know, I, I just think that, um, I, I know a lot of Christian creatives that God is raising up right now that actually have brilliant story ideas and they're mm -hmm. actually eating the need that the mainstream has actually failed at because they're so focused on pushing agendas. Yeah. All these Christians that are actually like, okay, fine, we'll meet that need and we'll be open mm -hmm. about our beliefs, but we'll, yeah, you want a story about, I don't know what we'll do that. You know, like, yeah. Um, been really cool to see that and all these people god is doing work inside of them to get them in ready to move into these positions you yeah. know so it's exciting it's an exciting thing and it's uh, yeah it I, is. i'm excited uh, it is and i think like putting the name christian on something in here even even christian music i i really don't love that it's called that. i'd rather call it worship music but like christian yeah. it just puts a separation there right that would be like if we just started labeling every single thing, everything we did. But, mm -hmm. and it puts a separation that shouldn't be there because, I mean, truthfully, it would all be wonderful if all of us were Christians. So they would just yeah. be movies, you know? Yeah. And so, and so when you put that, like that into there, um, I, I think also there's, there's a huge call on my heart specifically to go into the places where, you know, previously people maybe haven't seen or heard from God or seen his yeah. love and light in ways that we as Christians see a, a lot of times daily. And I think that, um, you know, if you make a Christian movie, it's going to be seen by Christians. If you make a good movie with really good content and a really good script and a really good director, and everyone happens to be um, Christian and it happens to be a really good message, you've now touched people who weren't going to see that before. They weren't right. going to, you didn't limit your audience to, it would just be, you know, it's why it's so powerful to use your voice to speak up because who cares if, you know, if you're not showing up to church on Sunday, how are you going to know about God if people don't live it, you know? Right, right, right. Well, and I would, to, to what you're saying, Taylor, I would even classify, you know, like doing something with excellence basically is what you're describing. Um, and everyone happens to be Christian. I would even argue, and again, this is getting outside of the box of even what I think that means. I would even argue that the chosen is that in many ways, you know, like where it's really well shot, really well scored, mm -hmm. really well acted, really well directed, really well written, you know, and it's actually has this mainstream appeal that's continued. It's had this cascading effect. Like I was at the yep. movie theaters the other night and there was a poster for chosen right there, you know, like, like it yeah. was just like any other movie, you know? And, yep. um, and so I think that there is this curiosity from people about Jesus himself and we know him, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, Hey, let's, let's give God license to work through us in the way he sees fit, 
not being yeah. bound by someone else's definition of that, you know? Yeah. So if I'm like, man, I really feel a call, like some of the like, short films I have lined up that in the next couple of years, I'll hopefully be making are not overtly Christian, but they were birthed mm -hmm. out of, I would say not overtly Christian that it's not like, okay, well, this is the story of the good Samaritan, or this is the story yeah. of, you know, uh, you know, the, the leper being healed, but just in modern day, you know, um, but they were birthed out of my times of intimacy with the Lord, yeah. you know? So it's yeah. all and that matters. Yeah. And I think the judgment that comes with it, uh, you know, is not just for what we were talking about earlier about hating. It's not just for people that are on a different side. It's also us as, as the body of Christ. We have to yeah. come together and, and love each other and not to have so much judgment. Because if I think we all need to make sure our hearts are in the right spot, you know, if things are coming out of the right spot, if you make art when you're not with the Lord, then is it from God? I don't know. You know, mm. you should maybe check your heart. But if you're in, in it with the Lord and you've prayed about it and you feel like the Lord's stamp is completely on it, then we should all be celebrating you, whether it's the story of Peter or whether it's a completely new, crazy idea that the Lord literally birthed in you and mm. that you get out and people can go, oh, who made that? Oh, he's this guy and he's a Christian, you know, yeah. and it, I think there's different ways to be able to do that. And it's going to look different for each person. I think there's people called to do specifically Christian movies, just like there's people called to do worship music. Mm -hmm. um, it's my husband's favorite thing in the world to do. It's what the Lord, he, he's so gifted at it. Right. He, yeah. And as much as he sometimes is like for money reasons, it'd be great to break into mainstream music. He, God always calls him back to worship music and he loves it. His heart loves it. He doesn't yeah. want anything different. So there's yeah. different people called to different places. And I think as the body of Christ, we work together when we are the body. When we each, someone's a leg, someone's a foot, you know, so we all have different parts. God makes each of us uniquely different. And so instead of spewing hate or judgment at each other to say you did this or you made a movie that wasn't incredibly Christian, in my eyes, doesn't mean that it wasn't such a beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. Like you're sitting there sobbing as the Lord, you experienced the Lord as you came up with this idea that might have nothing to do with what someone might say is, is a Christian film. Yeah. And I love just, I, I love how God ambushes people, you know, mm -hmm. like that's like the amazing thing too, is like, like by us giving God the freedom to tell stories through us um, or make music that is communicating aspects of his heart. He's in that like, yeah. and, and to see people disarmed and, and opened up in a new way. Now I do think I, I am going to, I don't know. I'm going to have to pray like, like, how my approach is going to be walking this out with the Lord, but uh, you know, I'm confident that he's going to be glorified, sure. you know, in what I do. Yeah. And, and I think that's, what's important. So yeah. And I think too, like Christian music, overtly Christian music has its place. I listen to it too, but too. I also pre predominantly listen to instrumental music and Christian metal, you know, <laughs> that, that's really? like my two, my two main, uh, yeah. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love Christian metal. Yeah. That's, really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And that's, it, the like, that's, one that's kind of music I can't get behind. I get. It's like, oh, dude, I love like, it. It's so much passion in it. Like I've been listening to like hardcore Christian metal and like tears streaming down my face. You know, as I'm reading the lyrics. That's awesome. and so it's, yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah. Yeah. So there's a guy that I want to get on the show. I've been trying to get him on forever. Tommy Green. You listening? Come on our show. You said you want to come on our show. Let's make it happen. Um, 
So anyways, yeah, uh, Illumination's like, I'll email him again. He's, yeah, we've yeah. like, yeah, we written him and he's like, yeah, dude, I want to come on. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> and then he I'm started excited. a new, and then, he started okay. a new band, which is like Christian metal worship. He calls it oh. brutal worship. Uh, nice. And, uh, and uh, super powerful. So um, yeah. he's a great but guy. I, yeah. But to go, to go back to what we were saying, I think yeah. the, point of it is um is that i think that we, god shouldn't be put in a box so to put right. him in a box like you can only encounter him if you listen to christian music is putting him in the same box of if you think you can only see him if you go to church on sunday mm-hmm. you know and and i think that we shouldn't put him in that box because he he's not we can encounter him yeah. i i'm outside right now because i happen to live in california and it was a gorgeous day today but the just gonna the rub birds, it in like that to yeah, everybody. yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it's been yeah. very rainy so and freezing so i've been i'm very happy about it but it was because i just i sat out here i was trying to look for good lighting as one does when they're going to be mm-hmm. on a show mm-hmm. and I, everything's a little dark everywhere. And, and I was like, it's so, I walked outside and I heard the birds chirping and I know the wind's a little crazy, but I was like, you know what? This feels like the Lord. This feels like Holy spirit. Like I'm in this and, and to put God in a box of just, if I was out here listening to Christian music is the only way I could feel him. Or, you know, if I had my Bible open, you can feel him and be with him at all times. And I think that those are the type of things that, if we don't if we don't get the message out how does people know that so we we need to you know make movies yeah. and go in there and and Straight be up. able to say you know god's god's everywhere all the time he's always with you you're never alone yeah. and yeah. you can we can watch movies that you can encounter him through a fantastic message that was written and prayed over by everyone involved even though it's not you know like i said the story of peter it's mm-hmm. it's something else it's a rom mm-hmm. rom-com that yeah. leaves you wanting to fall in love the way that God intended it, you know? Yeah. And, but yet not being like, and then God did it all. Dun, 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 and then uh-huh. he, you know, it's yeah. like, but being through a real life testimony, cause we're all a walking testimony. God is yeah. in all of our lives and all of our lives don't look usually like a Hallmark movie. And so it's getting real and getting mm-hmm. in there to say, this is what real life looks like. And, and following the Lord looks like in real life. Um, in, in small ways or in bigger ways, depending on. on the story. Yeah. Come on. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. I, um, I, and I'm just really hopeful for the future. I think like, you know, I, I think even just the month of January has been a nice indicator for us of how, uh, exciting this year is going to be in terms of just like some heavy stuff, <laughs> some good stuff, some crazy stuff, some you know, really amazing, miraculous stuff that happens. I just think that the whole year is going to be marked by that. Yeah. Um, but it is a chance for new beginnings and what better way to just like, okay, well, this year's, you know, going to be wild anyways. Like now's the time to just like, rather than like holding on to, and it could be like, God is asking you, cause you said earlier, like God's asking you to let go of old thought, thought patterns yeah. or whatever. It also could be good stuff. Like stuff that was yeah. good and God is actually asking you to let it go. I completely you know? agree. I think there's so many things that we hold on to because we're not ready to let go. And even if they're great right. things that right. we love, sometimes it's holding us back in certain ways yeah. from what the Lord wants from us. And it's about just focusing on him yeah. and and going, Lord, take this or whatever it is, take this for me and let's just let it go and let's just give it to you. And even if it's something I'm a little afraid to lose, cause it is a good thing. 
you're going to bring something so much better because it's what you want for me. And I think that that's what this year for me, what I feel like the Lord keeps telling me is for, for everyone is just the Lord kind of giving way last year, separating and, and doing the hard things that didn't feel so great for this year, for them to be new beginnings, even mm-hmm. if they don't feel always so great. New beginnings are hard. They're yeah. not always easy. They're not They're always uncomfortable. And rainbows. They're very uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. And and sometimes there's they come with pain. Sometimes they come with anxiety or worry. And and I feel like the Lord just wants us to let that go. And and it's a new year. It's a new time. It's time for us to step into His love and His light and to be yeah. different than we were last year in come so many on. ways. Come on, Tadools, can you pray? Can you pray for us? That would be yes. amazing. Just I was, as I was waiting for you to call me Tadools, by the way, because when you first introduced me, you said I Taylor did, I, I did, confused. I totally. Like, Who's that? Drop the duel. You're like, you're like, I'm not. I am Tadools, Jeff. Because I call you Tadools. Doesn't know. I was gonna say Jeff only calls me Tadools. Yeah. Like, whether we're on the phone or texting, it's just Tadools. It is. Yeah. And I was all like <laughs> super formal and vanilla by calling you Taylor, Taylor Dooley. Dooley. What in the world? Like, Although that? technically your ne- your last name is Poppin now. I and I yes. said, Taylor be Poppin. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is Poppin now. Um, yeah. But I go by Taylor Dooley for the business. So it's easier yeah, to yeah, recognize yeah. me. And it's it's like, like my, people know my stage name. name. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yes, officially on paper, I am Taylor Poppin, which is a very Russian. Last yes. So, and also, my husband I, is very Russian. Yeah, I said, and he knows Russian too. Yes, yes, he yeah, speaks it. That's somewhat. wild. Yeah. But I did say that her last name, Poppin, reminds me of Popples. Can I get someone <laughs> in the comments who knows? I don't know that these things existed. Popples <laughs> were. Please, someone, another millennial out there, let me know. I need someone. Yeah. I'm so, another millennial. And let me tell you, I don't know what they Taylor are. didn't know what they were. Tadules did not. Elimination didn't, obviously, because she's like two. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she's like two. <laughs> oh, <poor elimination. laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody, anybody, give me, throw me a bone here. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Popples. Yeah. Rachel. What she are knew they? What, they were. They, what are yeah. they? They were these. Um, they were these uh, stuffed animals that had like tails that had like uh, like rattles in them or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, I definitely I don't, don't know. know what those are. Just, yeah, popples. I do not. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm no help there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Popples so, pop in. It, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. Very they're similar, like brightly co- brightly colored stuffed animals that had like yeah these like. It was like a thin tail with like a little ball on the end that had like rattles in them. Big, yeah, big poofy things. So they so. were they were baby toys. No, they weren't baby toys. <laughs> Sounds like a baby toy. Haley doesn't even know, rattle. and she's a millennial. You guys, it's okay. I got Rachel. She knew what I was talking about, so we're good. We're good. Well, we'll, we'll I'll Google them later, and then yeah. we'll all know what they are. Yeah. On that note, Tadools. Pray for us as we embark on this epic year that is going to be 2024. Mm. Amen. All right. Lord, we just, we come before you right now and we just ask that you would just be in this new year for us, Lord. Mm. This is the beginning of a new year, new beginnings, new times, new ways, Lord. We just want to let the old ways that you don't want just die, Lord, that we just want to live for you 
God in this new year and not let anything, any of the noise or the chatter of this yeah. world bring us down or bring yeah. us away from you or separate us from you, Lord. We just want to walk a new walk with you, God. Refresh our our quiet times with you. Our Lord, re- give us new revelations when we're with you, Lord, and just let this new time be, be new ways and new beginnings, Lord, so that we can walk into 2024 with the posture of your heart, with love and your light to guide us, Lord, and truth, Lord, because we are lions for you. And we want to go out there and just spread your word and your love and your light. And so, Lord, we just ask you to be with each and every one of us, no matter what's happening. We release any pain or any anxiety or fear or worry of of losing anything or any new beginnings that are hard or anything from the past that has hurt us, Lord, that the world has told us that we're not worthy or that we uh, we can't have this new thing for any reason, Lord. We just rebuke all of that. And we just ask that you would fill us up, Lord, with everything that we need in this new time. And we just love you so much. Mm-hmm. And we praise you for all that you have in 2024, because we know it's going to be a wonderful year with you, Lord. We thank you for all of this. And in your son's name, we pray. Yeah. Amen. 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 Hey, duels. Oh, Lori Lou. She had a popple. Praise the Lord. Um, I got, I got two people. Um, uh, I'm going to get some other people. They're going to be like, Oh, I did not own a popple. Okay. They were girls toys. All right. But my sister did. So, uh, I was a Ninja Turtle guy, but anyways, um, a Ninja Turtle guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was a Ninja Turtle guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Do you have one? Michelangelo probably. Okay. All right. I don't know. Or I always liked Donatello too, but I don't. Yeah. Who's yours? Leonardo, because he was the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I see yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Taylor, how can people follow you on the socials? Uh, it is just my Instagram. I am at Tayduels, which is why I think you call me that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> just at Tayduels. Um, and I think I'm on TikTok, but I'm rarely on TikTok. So it, it's just mostly Instagram is where you can find me and my fam and everything going on with me. And hopefully someday soon, you'll be able to see me in another Week in Be Heroes because we are doing a sequel. You yes, are? Start. Yes, we are. Is, Robert, um, is, it Ro- is Robert Rodriguez directing it? Yep. Yep. At Netflix. So we're going nice. to do a sequel and maybe more things we'll see um but you know to be determined but that's supposed to be soon ish yeah yeah. uh we've got a couple other people that are michelangelo fans as well so yes you're in good good company all right good (laughs) um yeah someone Haley's like lava she's all excited so yeah yeah it's it's i'm really excited we don't have a time frame for it yet but it's 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 in, in the works and it's They're actually talking. happening. They're talking and about it. We've been in talks, but unfortunately the, um, well, COVID happened after, cause we filmed in 2019, we can be heroes. It didn't come out till 2020. And then, well, the end of 2020, beginning in 2021. And then, you know, the whole world was recovering from being shut down and everyone's productions were pushed. So it kind of got well, he really was working pushed. on Star Wars as well. So, yes. Yeah. So all the Star Wars he was doing. And then um, and then the actor strike happened this yeah. fall. Well, summer, fall writers and then actors. So we've been out of work for another six to eight months yeah. as actors. So it kind of also pushed everything back. But uh-huh. yes, there is everyone. 
on my Instagram is always wondering, will it actually happen? Because it's been so many years. It is 1000% happening. I just talked to some people the other day. It is absolutely happening. Um, it's just, we're just waiting on Netflix to sign off on some things. And then there we go. Um, Get with the picture, <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make cuties too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, anyways, not to be a downer, but you know, <laughs> that's, that's exciting about we can be here as part two, yeah. you know? So very cool. So stay tuned for that, guys. More news will come. But you can follow her on Instagram, Instagram.com slash tables, or just type in tables on, on Instagram. Or even easier, open up with the description and you'll see the link right there. So there you go. Um, Taylor, thank you so much. Tables, this was great. Thank you. It was so great. It's always great. Yeah. We just flow. I love, you know? I love being on here. I could sit on here for another two hours. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. So anyways. Um, let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll order some Uber Eats and then we'll just be good to go. You know, so yeah, just hang out. So. No, but um, last thing I do want to say is I, we 100%, you and I, at some point, the Lord has told me we'll be making a movie together. So just. Oh, just yes. Me. Yep. <laughs> It'll down. happen at some point. I'm down. Let's do At it. At some point. All right, I'm coming down tomorrow. <laughs> Let's do it. Um Yeah. So no, I'm I'm down for that. That'd be that'd be so legit. So um yeah, we'll see. We'll see what God does. And everyone will be invited along on the journey to see what happens. Absolutely. You know? We'll see it unfold. So yeah. Um guys, have a blessed day. Uh tomorrow's Friday, and we've got Kara Stones back in the house, and she's always bringing the heat. So it's gonna be a great time. I don't even know what we're talking about, uh, but um, it'll be great. So that's at 2 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Guys, we love you and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.